Welcome to the Mystic Access Podcast, where the magic is in learning. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the January 24th episode of the Mystic Access Podcast. She's Kim. He's Chris. And we have some things to talk about today. As usual, you would be listening to us. <laughs> That's true. Hopefully they're usable and functional and helpful and all that good stuff. So the first thing we could talk about and unfortunately, this is only going to affect a certain number of people. And that Those is... of you who are early birds listening to each episode. Right. So if you're listening on Tuesday or Wednesday, the 24th or 25th, this affects you. Otherwise, you can skip forward. Well, it could affect you. We have, in honor of somebody's birthday, we dun, have... Dun, dun. Yeah. So we have a 50% off sale, and you heard that right. That's 50% off on January 25th, 2023. That's for one day only on all audio documentation, such as the newly released and very, very, very popular Blind Shell Classic 2 audio tutorial. Yes. So if you're one of the like three people I haven't returned their calls yet for Blind Shell, first of all, I apologize to you. Second of all, if you want to call, I'll probably try and call a couple of you on Monday. Actually, I think there are only like two of you left. But if I call you on Monday or Tuesday and you could just tell me, hey, Kemp, you know, I really want to buy this on sale day. You're welcome to do that. I'll understand if you know about the sale and you want to buy it then. That's totally cool. This particular documentation is going to be an absolute steal. You will never see it this low again. On our wedding day sale, we said when it was 40% off, we were never going to go higher than that. Well, sometimes we get a little spontaneous and... That's what happened. This is not going to be a regular thing, though, guys. Not every time each of us has a birthday is it's going to be 50% off. We just can't afford to do that. But we want to kind of start the new year off and give you guys the opportunity to get some stuff maybe you wanted, and especially for new people. For those of you who are brand new to us, you've never ordered from us before, you're kind of curious who we are, this is a great, amazing time to come check us out because you are going to get some sweet, sweet deals. Blind Shell is one. We've got our Delicious Eats and More we have Facebook. We have the second generation AirPods Pro. There's so much more on the site, whether you are an iOS user, an Android user, a Windows user. We don't have a Windows 11 tutorial out yet. We don't know when or if that's going to occur, but you can learn a huge amount from our Windows 10 documentation. So you're welcome to check that out. That'll be half off. There's all kinds of stuff available to you if you're interested in learning more. So you can visit our site, mysticaccess.com, on Wednesday, the 25th, all day. And for those of you in Pacific time, we are holding the sale out until midnight Pacific. So that'll give you guys time to check it out, too. So if you're up really early on the 26th on the East Coast or in Central Time or Mountain Time, you can get your deals then. But I wouldn't wait too long because you want to make sure you get your order in. Of course, I will be happy to place phone orders for you. Just know that there's only one of me and lots of you. So if you call and you don't get through, please know that I will endeavor to call you back as quickly as I possibly can because I'm probably talking to somebody else and trying to get their information to place their order. So this doesn't apply to hardware. It doesn't apply to gift certificates. Just remember, it's strictly for documentation. And if you want your documentation sent to you on a flash drive, SD card, data disk, or an LS cartridge, those prices are still in effect. So you'll pay $20 for a cartridge or $15 for the other options I just mentioned. Thumb drive, SD card, or data disk. All in honor of someone's birthday. Unfortunately, the podcast schedule didn't allow us to send it out early. However, we do have a mailing list that you can join should you wish to, if you're not already. And that's where we send out our news events, such as the sale we sent it out, I want to say, last Thursday. 
Mm -hmm. And this is to the Mystic Access news list, not the actual events list. We do have an events list, but that's for educational events that we hold. So whether it's a free event or a paid event, that's where those go. But something like this would go to the general news list. So if you were there, you got it. I want to mention something, though, and I think it's actually good to know this. A lot of what we've sent you over the past bit has been sale-related, sale, sale, sale. And we have had some subscriptions drop as a result of that. We've had people unsubscribe from multiple lists or from the news list. And as a result of that, it's kind of made me think, you know, it's great to send you guys sale information, but I really should be sending you some more educational information as well. So I'm going to change up the format of the newsletter a little bit. First of all, I would like to send one monthly newsletter one way or the other, whether there's something new product-wise to tell you about or not, or a sale or whatever. So either way, I want to start sending a newsletter out every month. And what I'm going to do in that newsletter is I'm going to point you back to a podcast to listen to for sure. That'll be one thing that's absolutely there. So I might say there's some cool tips about A, B, and C in this particular podcast episode. Go listen or go check it out. And then I might feature a product for you to check out as well. And that will give you a little more meat in your newsletter. It'll give you a little more material to take advantage of. I don't want to be like, oh, every time Kim writes us from Mystic Access, we have a sale. <laughs> and people get discouraged and upset because of that or annoyed. And I don't want that. So I'm going to start making sure that in each newsletter, there is some kind of educational aspect to it. So if you unsubscribed as a result of sale, 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 we would love to have you back at any time. You're always welcome to rejoin us on the Mystic Access newsletter community list. So you can join Mystic Access News on any page of our site, or you can just ask me if we're talking on the phone to subscribe you. I'll be happy to do so. But yes, every newsletter now is at least going to have some tip aspect, whether that's pointing to a podcast or a free download or something relevant for you to check out via our site. So just wanted to throw that out there for you guys. And now we move on to the meat of the podcast. So unless people have been under a rock. Or they don't use the service. Ira recently announced their new prices for their 2023. And if you were an Ira subscriber, you are still grandfathered into the older plans until the end of 2023, or if you upgrade or downgrade your current grandfathered plan, you would be in the new prices. So the new prices have gotten a lot of interest, shall we say, in what it is. And some of the prices, like they have three plans, if I remember correctly, and then they have three tiers within each plan. And some allow you to share your plan with other people, and some do not. So the smallest plan is like 15 minutes, I believe, and whatever their price is for that. And then the next tier of that plan is 30 minutes, and then whatever the price is for that. One thing that we have been users of Ira for a number of years and we have had the middle plan, which was 99 bucks for two hours. Mm -hmm. And what happened is, at least I know for sure, because that was the plan that I'm the most interested in. Sure. That one went up 100%. So it went up from $99 to $200. So I guess what we're thinking is, are we going to stick with the service or not? Are we going to lower our plan, our budget for what we have budgeted 
for this specific service. Here's the thing. IRA has become an indispensable service to a lot of people over the last few years. We've used it in all kinds of situations. One time we were in California and our Lyft driver, there were some serious wires crossed. There was some serious miscommunication. They couldn't find us. We couldn't find them. That IRA agent really helped us out to figure out where the heck this person was because we're standing outside a hotel. And there's people everywhere, and there's cars everywhere, and we're trying to figure out where the heck is our specific Uber driver. There are so many instances I can think of in which we have used IRA where things would have been tremendously more difficult otherwise. Now, of course, there are these situations, and many of us have had these conversations about, well, I could do this myself. It might take me longer, but I can do it myself, and I'm willing to do it myself, and that's fine. There are those situations, absolutely where you can continue to do things yourself. But there are situations I've found that where there is an accessibility issue for one reason or another, and having someone there with a pair of eyes that work is a very indispensable thing. It's crucial to getting the task completed. That's one of the reasons that we have kept this particular plan, because it seems like with us, it's feast or famine with IRA. When we don't use it, we really don't use it. When we do use it, it's like down to the minute, <laughs> and we use every minute we have. So it really depends on what's going on with us. We are fortunate, though, in that we have enough income coming in to utilize the service without feeling too pinched as a result of doing so. We know that's not the case for a lot of people in this community currently, and we also know that with these plans increasing in many cases, as Chris said, 100% for the plan that we're on to get the same amount of minutes. It is pretty imperative that something change somewhere or many, many, many IRA explorers will stop exploring 100%. They're not going to feel that they have the option. They're going to feel backed into a corner. And in some of these plans and some of these prices now, we know what it takes to run a business. Yes. You know, you're always not going to get money coming in. And sometimes, you know, it is what it is. You know, if you don't sell anything, bills are still coming out. You know, your phone lines, your equipment, your services, and things like that. So if you don't sell a thing one month, you still have to have the money or resources to cover those expenses. Yeah, this overhead. All businesses have some level of overhead. We understand the prices going up, but 100%, it seems that that's... A little bit much now again we don't know what it takes to run ira you know to have all the servers and the infrastructure and all that here's one thing we have experienced though we would understand even if quality was getting better connection times were getting faster things like that okay some of the connection times at least in our recent experience have grown faster which is great that must mean they're hiring new agents but in many of the last few calls that both he and i have done the call quality has been terrible and I don't know what that is, because that wasn't the problem in the past. We weren't experiencing that previously, but it's something that both of us have discussed and have been experiencing over the last couple months. And we're not sure what that is, but it's been pretty consistently bad. For me, it's been the volume. Yes, I agree. And that's what I'm talking about, sound quality, not quality of agents or anything like that, but the sound quality of the call which makes the service very difficult to utilize when your sound quality is so poor. I don't know what that is, but we just wanted to put our two cents out there on this whole thing with IRA. Here's the other piece of it that's interesting to think about. I think what the IRA execs must be considering or hoping is that people will share these higher tier plans. Some of these plans 
you can share with up to five people, you included. Yeah, like you and I would be considered two people, even though we have a household and currently we're using one plan. Right, we're sharing that, that we're plan. That we're sharing. We're anyway. sharing that one plan. Exactly. For instance, if you and I wanted to share a plan with someone else, you and I would count as two people on that plan. Right. Unless I was like borrowing your phone. I suppose that's one way you could get around some of this, you know, to have multiple people in a household use one person's plan. But that's going to cause problems. Depending on what you're doing, that could potentially cause problems. If you've got documents in there you need looked up, if that one person on your plan has confidential information that you would somehow get a hold of as part of their plan. I mean, it depends on who you are. Everybody's plan is different. Yes. So you're not going to see my documents and I'm not going to see your documents unless you are grabbing my phone and playing with my phone. That's what I'm referring to. Though. Right. Yes. To free up a space to have four of your other best friends join you in helping to offset the cost of some of these higher price plans. You can do that. You can do it, but your friends, I would suspect, unless you have that money and you probably don't or you wouldn't be offsetting the cost to begin with, your friends have to pay you their share up front. If there are five of you, and let's say you each have your own household, there are five of you trying to get that $1,000 plan, that's $200 a month that each of you has to spend. Then you have to figure out how to divide up the 800 minutes or so that you're going to utilize as part of that plan. Then what if someone goes over by 20 minutes or half an hour or a full hour? That's a significant amount of time, perhaps taken away from someone else who also needs crucial use of the service. So what happens then? You know, it's going to strain friendships, that's for sure. Right. So that's how one could get away with subsidizing some of these plans is to, you know, have your friends help in a kind of IRA pool, if you will. Yes. You know. But again, IRA pooling could lead to some serious discussions and probably should lead to some serious discussions of, how much is each of us allowed to use? And are you going to have the integrity to only use that amount and then right. stop so the next person can get their minutes out of the pool? So I see a lot of complexity and perhaps hurt feelings and anger over trying to IRA pool some of this that could potentially happen. Or what happens if somebody just doesn't have the money that month, but somebody else desperately needs the use of their minutes in the pool? Well, then you have a bigger problem. So Somebody's going to have to front. Somebody's going to front more money that they don't have. Right. So I see a lot of complexity and stress resulting from these changes. And I'll be interested to see what Iris' response is in the coming months as more and more of us say, this isn't workable. This isn't usable. Right. What are we going to do about this moving forward? I know for sure that I'm not going to be paying $200 a month for 100 minutes. No, no, absolutely not. We will not do that. We will simply not do it. And we have a stable financial situation. So what about those of you who don't or right. are only bringing in, you know, five, six hundred dollars a month and you're using some of that for your IRA? Right. What are you going to do? So it's a big deal for those of us who are utilizing this assistant service. And it's one that will require keeping an eye on and seeing what happens in the coming months and what IRA says and does next. So we will all stay tuned to the situation, certainly, and see what happens. Because I would not want to lose use of the service because I found it very helpful and in some cases invaluable. And I have saved hours and hours and hours and hours of time as a result of it over the years. And 
I mean, we have sentimental <laughs> ties to it. We picked out our wedding set, you know, our wedding rings using the service. We did a lot of wedding related stuff thanks to helpful IRA agents. And that really does make a huge difference because we had no one essentially help us plan a lot of our wedding stuff because we were able to do it independently. That right. was awesome. So you don't get the whole oh, my opinion is this, and then that clashes with somebody else's, and then there's drama. And as it was in many cases, we were able to pick everything independently as a couple and say, this is it. So for that reason alone, I think it's an invaluable service. And people may say, well, what about Be My Eyes as an option? And that may be an option for some of you. But depending on the situation, I think certain tasks may be preempted as a result of not being able to use trained professionals with confidentiality agreements in place and things like that. And of course, the whole team viewer remote viewing aspect. We'll see what happens. We'll continue to obviously monitor the situation very, very closely. So I have a question for you. Yes. Do you like to drink water? Yes, I love water. And as we all know that we're supposed to drink X amount of water per day to keep ourselves from dehydrating. Dehydration is not fun. If you've ever experienced it, you know this. Right. And I recently have. Experienced you did. It, you were not happy. It was not a fun experience. No. And I never want to do it again. Shame on me because I've had the use of my phone for quite a number of years. And I've also used apps to do certain things on the phone. And one of them is an app called Waterminder. W-A-T-E-R-M-I-N-D-E-R. It's for iOS. It is, I would probably say, 90% accessible. The tabs at the bottom don't read, but once you click them, you can figure out what they are. Yeah, there's a couple unlabeled things, but the app is so well thought out that it almost is kind of a secondary issue, at least for me. I just love how thought out the app is and how creatively they put it together. So what is Waterminder exactly? Why have an app called Waterminder? What does it do? It reminds you to take a drink. And you might think, okay, I don't need to be reminded to take a drink. But sometimes we get carried away in our daily lives and this and that and the other thing. And from what I understand, if you're thirsty, you're already starting to crave the water. So your body is craving that water. So what happens is, is every hour and a half or so, you get a little reminder that says, okay, now it's time to drink some water. So you can, you know, pick up your cup and drink your water and then you can track it. So you can be held responsible for tracking your water intake. So if you're supposed to drink 64 ounces of water a day or 96 ounces of water a day or whatever you want to set for yourself, and it has a little wizard that asks you for your vitals, you know, your height, your weight, and all that stuff, and it then recommends how much you are supposed to drink per day. And this keeps you accountable for, you know, did I drink that day or not? And it goes from 8 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the evening. So that's when you get reminded to drink your water. Is it every hour? It's every hour and a half. So you've got 8 o'clock, 9.30, 11 o'clock, 12.30, 2 o'clock, 3.30, and 5. Those are actually the times when you get notified to drink your water. You could have cute little sounds like pouring water or splashing water for your notification sounds. which is Little really... musical melodies. I've got yes. a melody on right now, so I always know what that is now. Now that I'm used to it, at least. <laughs> I know what it is when it pops up, and I'm like, oh, it's water time. And the neat thing about Waterminder, too, is you can share with your friends or family, and you can then make them accountable and say, why aren't you drinking the water that you're supposed to be drinking? 
So we're on each other's accountability lists, and each of us can see how much water the other is drinking. There is a paid version of the app. How, what can you do for free? Do you know? Do you know what's available for free? I know you can't add cups. I know you can't change sounds. So I think you figured those things out. I'm not I know you can't change sounds for sure. Right. Oh, and I'm pretty sure you can't add cups. Yes. So I think you have like an eight ounce cup, maybe a 16 ounce cup and a glass of tea, I think, or maybe a cup of coffee. But what happens with the paid version is you can increase the amount of cups you have. So let's say you drink a 20 ounce smoothie every morning for breakfast. You could log that as part of your intake for the day, a part of your liquid intake for the day. Now, this doesn't do caloric intake, anything like that. They do have an app. I haven't looked at it yet, but they do have an app. And I'm trying to remember the developer's name, but I'll make sure it's in the show notes. That actually is a calorie tracker. I don't really know anything about it, but it is available. So that might be something to check out at some point. They have several cool apps. One neat thing also that it does is it can synchronize your water intake with Apple Health Kit. Mm -hmm. So that data can be accessed from other apps as well. You can also see your water intake over time. So if you're feeling particularly great today or particularly sluggish today, maybe you can see how much water you drank over the last few weeks or days and get an idea of, hmm, where am I? Might this have something to do with it? So you can actually see your historical water data, as it were. I mean, yes, it seems kind of silly that I'm going to get an app that's going to remind me to drink water. But Kim, what do you think? You actually just started using this app. Yeah, I just started a week or so ago. And I thought I was going to find that silly. I thought I was going to say, oh, ha, ha, how funny. But I actually went and bought the lifetime version of the app because I really like it that much. And it really has helped me to stay accountable. I like the fact, because I'm competitive by nature. I like the fact that I can go in and check his stats. He can check my stats and we can keep each other accountable. That's one of the things I love about it is the accountability factor because we both need to drink more water and for me it's just a matter of i get involved in something and i look up and three hours have passed and i'm thirsty and realize oh i haven't had my water and i haven't been drinking enough water during the course of every day so this helps oh that's the other thing that's paid versus free you can change how much water you want to intake every day so i've got mine set to a certain number of ounces of water that i want to make sure that i drink every day and you do too but i think by default it's like 84 or something or 80 something i think it depends on you okay because i think you do put in your height and weight at the beginning don't you yes so they'll kind of calculate that out and say you need this much water i have played with a few of these water apps over the years and this is the one that i found to be the most accessible on ios i don't know about android because i haven't done it if i'm going to have an app i would love it if it would synchronize over both platforms but for now i don't believe there is an android version of this specific app and it may not synchronize anyway so you just kind of stick with one platform in that case if you have multiple platforms speaking of ios though there is an apple watch version of the app yes there is and it actually makes its own cool little sounds when you log and things like that yeah i mean it's not any different for the notification you know you get your standard apple notification sound But you can, you know, log your information through the app. And when you do, it makes a nice little chime. It's got cute reminders like the Hydration Nation is really killing it today. Log your next cut. You know, I mean, all these cute little things that you occasionally get. They're just funny and kind of make you smile. At least they do me. They have hydration guides within the app. I mean, there's all sorts of interesting information in there. And the lifetime version is $24. So now I've got it forever. And... I'm happy about that, but there are monthly plans and there are yearly plans as well. 
So depending on what you want. So this is just like certain other apps that you might use to track things with. And you can decide if it's helpful for you. If you're the type of person who finds that useful and then continues to utilize it, then maybe this is something that will work well for you. We like it. We do. There are also a couple of apps that we can talk about just for a second regarding, you know, tracking your food intake and why somebody might choose one over the other. Now, you use an app called what? My Fitness Pal? My Fitness Pal. I actually am not using it currently, but I want to resubscribe to the paid version because the free version with all the ads, I remember finding it very cumbersome and I found it a night and day difference when I subscribed to it. And I like my Fitness Pal because it's got a lot of great features. You can track exercise and I think you can track sleep or at least tell it. I think I got this much sleep last night or I was asleep for this long or I was in bed this long, whatever. But you track your exercise in addition to tracking your meals. And so it has all the macros, all your calories, carbs, protein, sugar, all these things. And you can check out all the different aspects of what you are eating and putting into your body. And for me, that's always very enlightening and sometimes very scary. (laughs) So you want to be aware of these things. And I think that app helped me to become more conscious of what exactly is in what you're eating. Now, we are friends on MyFitnessPal. Mm -hmm. So we can, I believe, again, like Waterminder, I believe we can track each other's stuff. I believe that's what you can do with a friend. I think friend. that's correct. I think you can do something along the same lines. Or at least see if the other person has met or exceeded their goal or whatever. So I don't use my fitness pal because I don't like personally the interface. So I use an app called MyPlate. M-Y space P-L-A-T-E. You know, like my dinner plate. And to me, it is the most accessible app with voiceover again we're talking voiceover at this point ios it does things really really well it's not cumbersome to work with but it does have one major flaw to me in comparison to my fitness pal and that is the database my fitness pal has an amazing database when you search for something you're more than likely going to find it even if it's a restaurant Let's say that you're looking for something on Dunkin' because you woke up in the morning and you had to have a Dunkin' whatever. If you search my fitness pal, you're more than likely going to find that Dunkin' whatever or that latte or whatever you're going to get from Dunkin'. And I'm just using Dunkin' as an example. You're more than likely going to find it within my fitness pal. For me, though, the interface on my plate is really why I am not using my fitness pal and i did purchase a subscription i was gonna say you just paid for an annual subscription i'm all jealous because you did subscription and now i can't use it no you can't i couldn't have used it anyway i'm not saying it that way but i'm saying he just paid for one and we could have used that money to buy me one because i would have used it (laughs) right exactly but for me i felt my fitness pal a little clumsy but i'm not downing it in any way shape or form what the reason for this discussion is Something for one person might be more important to somebody else. So that that's why one person might use app A, B, or C, and another person might use app D, E, and F. And the first person is looking at the other person like, okay, why are you using this one? Because your app has more food and more information in it than my app. In some ways for me, anyone curious about this, in some ways for me, 
the amount of information I can get via the MyFitnessPal app is comparable to what I used to get with Weight Watchers. And I am not ashamed to say that I've been a Weight Watchers member on and off over the years. <laughs> and the app has a lot of great information. It's very accessible now. At least I felt it was. And very usable. The things I can get in my fitness pal, I can get blog entries. I can get all this same kind of great information and I can also track just like I would in Weight Watchers without paying 20 bucks a month. So I'm going to pay, okay, for say four months, what I would have paid for Weight Watchers, I can get a year in my fitness pal. So for now, I think, and because they keep changing the plans over and over and over again, I just get comfortable with one and then they change it again. It's like, oh, you know, I want to ensure that I find something that I can utilize well and regularly and that I just like, that I like the interface of. And I'm like you. I think my plate is awesome in terms of accessibility, but I want more database. <laughs> and I find that there is where my fitness pal really exceeds expectations for me. Now, both these have paid options and both these have free options. Right. Are you paying for MyPlate? I am. So I have a concurrent subscription to <laughs> MyPlate, which I think actually just renewed. So mm -hmm. I was at the tail end of MyPlate and I wasn't going to resubscribe when I bought MyFitnessPal. Mm-hmm. So that's why I had two concurrent going because I was going to switch over to my fitness pal. But for me, I just didn't like the interface. Probably sometime next month, I will go ahead and get my fitness pal and begin utilizing it again and see how that goes. But he's right. In many cases, one person's going to find a way of moving around in an app, even navigation that they prefer that they can use in this app versus this app. For instance, some of us like headings like me. Some of us like pickers. Some of us like likes. You know, it's going to depend on how you like to move around. Some of you just don't mind flick, 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 flick to find what it is that you are looking for in an app. In some cases, some of you might get really annoyed by, say, the unlabeled tab feature in Waterminder. And you may say, no, because of that and because of that only, I'm finding a different app. Okay, we understand that. Not yep. everything is going to work for everybody. And even some of the apps, like the visual apps, like let's take something like Seeing AI and SuperSense, something like that, and the differences therein. Well, Seeing AI is free, okay, but SuperSense also has a lot of tremendous features. And up until recently, every holiday season, they give a really good deal on their subscriptions, particularly their lifetime subscription. And, you know, you have all these options available in that. So some people may say, well, it's worth it to me because of blah and choose one app over another. It's just like music apps. That's a really good one. Or these cord cutting apps. You might pick a certain cord cutting app because it has A&E, you know, or it has Viacom Networks, you know, whatever. And those are what you want access to. Or it must have my favorite sports network or my favorite news network, whatever that is. Same thing with music apps. You may pick a music app for one reason and I may pick one for another. I'm a Spotify fan because I can find all this weird independent stuff, weird in that it's sometimes very obscure, that I want to find. And that's the stuff I really love. And some people are like, no, I want Pandora because it's easy and it's this and it's that. So you're going to find your own services that you love. And you're going to find your own ways of using them that you love. And I feel like we're really excluding people right now who don't use apps. But this can apply to you too. You may find websites the same way. You know, I don't use this site because of this, or I don't use this site because it doesn't have all the information that I want or whatever that is. And that's fine. It really takes all types. Otherwise, there wouldn't be probably in the app store. If I went in there right now, I could probably find easily 25 of these water tracking apps without even having to look hard. Oh, I'm sure you can. It's They're everywhere. Like, 
It's just like anything. If you're doing a labeling system, are you going to label something different than I would? More than likely, yes. Yes, or travel. You know, some of us travel differently than others. You and I are cane people. There are people who are dog people. You know, it's just going to depend on the person. And in some instances, it's going to depend on where they're going and what they're doing. So that is the really cool thing about living our lives. And we can all learn from one another's different methods of doing things. And, you know, sometimes Chris and I have these conversations because that's what we do because we're geeks about why do you use this versus this? Or why do you like this versus this? And we'll give each other ideas like, oh, okay. I understand, or that makes no sense to me whatsoever. And this is the kind of stuff we sometimes talk about across our dining room table. And that's great. So hopefully it just allows us to keep an open mind and open conversations about why do you like this versus this? Because sometimes it's not just a matter of saying, oh, I disagree. We can learn from one another. The funny thing is, if I handed you a book player, for example, Mm -hmm. and I had the same book player, we're going to use that book player in totally different ways from each other. Yes. You might use this portion of it, and I may use that portion of it, and neither the two shall meet. For instance, we talked, I think it was last time, about the Zen headphones. Yes. And Chris ended up liking them so much that he wanted a pair for himself. He was going to buy them, but remember that thing we talked about at the beginning of the show? That was coming up. And my parents said, we'll buy you those for that occasion. So he ended up getting a pair from my parents, from his in-laws for a present. And now we both have our own pairs of headphones. They look exactly alike, which is kind of funny. But I have mine and he has his. And we use them completely differently. Mm -hmm. I use them for reading audiobooks and dramatizations and no music. I use them with a lot of YouTube videos and music and the occasional audiobook. So just depends. Yeah, we still love them just as much. Right. But we just use them in different ways. We do. I actually had to use them the other day with a wire because I had to test something. And it was really kind of interesting to connect them via the wire because I was a big proponent of using a wire with my headphones to listen to my books. And I would use the book port as a device, as it does not support Bluetooth, to read my books or my audio dramas, for example. And I would always use a wire. Now, I don't really think I want to go back to using a wire just because I'm so spoiled now with the Bluetooth. Even though the headphones had them, I would always use the wire just to read my audio dramas because I didn't have a way to put them on the iPhone. I suppose I could have put them on the iPhone or the Android device and played them that way via Bluetooth. But for whatever reason, I did not. So again, you use your devices differently as well. You use your devices differently, and sometimes it's good to be open to change because Chris was always the person who never used headphones to begin with. He wasn't a headphones guy. From the time I met him, he's like, no, not my thing. Now, we're both both going around with our headphones, two blind people in a house with noise canceling on, wandering around with our headphones on. It's an accident waiting to happen. It really, truly is. I think it already did. (laughs) So one has to be careful in those situations. So what we've learned is, Keep noise cancellation off. Or pull one of the headphones off. Or pull one of the headphones off, whichever, one way or the other. The other has to know that the other is in the room because it can lead to some really funny things. Yeah. I mean, just walk around with noise canceling. And some of that noise canceling is really, really good. You don't hear the other person. You don't hear if they're yelling at you. And sometimes in an audio drama, some of these dramatizations that I've been listening to is they might have a crowd in the background and I can 
barely hear Kim, if she's saying something, she might just become part of that crowd in the background. So we've learned little systems. Sometimes I have to do this in order to be heard. Right. Sometimes <laughs> and eventually work. he'll figure. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work, but sometimes he figures out that obnoxious sound is not actually part of my book. Oh, it's my wife. Right. Okay. So all that to say, let's just keep an open dialogue about how we use our devices and maybe we can learn something cool that we didn't know before. Right. So thank you everybody for joining us this time on the Mystic Access podcast and we shall have something exciting in a couple of weeks. Let's we'll see. We'll see you in February. Yes. Bye. Bye. The preceding podcast is a presentation of Mystic Access, where the magic is in learning. If you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey, we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at mysticaccess.com. Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash mysticaccessempower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.